Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to the Cindy Cochran Show. I'm so happy that you joined us, and thank you for, you know, being here, you know, where we have really important discussions going on. And uh, we want to thank, of course, of course, Chris Wooten with the Wooten Financial Group. My voice just all of a sudden started going. (coughs) Okay, anyway, so uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Wooten Financial Group. They're so great, and uh, we will be talking about them probably for the next six months because he's our new sponsor. But we're going to have Chris on next week. On next Thursday, he'll be on, and we'll, uh, he'll be giving you some great advice, ideas, and things like that that you can follow. They're an independent fiduciary advisor with professional advice to help put the pieces of your retirement puzzle into place. And they, their key services are income tax, estate investment, and insurance planning, which is such an exciting, really exciting if you have the money for that, and uh, to make you more wealthy. And no, everybody's so worried about their money and and retirement, but there's people like Chris that are there to help you out. Anyway, so um, be sure and tune in next Thursday to listen to Chris. Okay, so today is just Richard and me, and Richard that was so much better the way you did your the way you did the box so we could see you and did you like that were you uncomfortable with that no. but that that camera right there's kind of in well, it'll change in your face when we get the desk in hopefully oh that's right we've got new equipment new desk and everything coming new year <laughs> it's a new year I, I did want to talk about the new year this is new year's eve's eve eve this new year's eve. eve is saturday two eves. saturday yeah this is two this eves today's thursday Sunday. okay so New Year's Eve is Saturday. So New Year's Eve Eve, Eve is Friday. Is yeah, and yeah. this is Eve 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 Eve, Eve is uh, anyway. It's a while till you get to party. So I'm sorry, uh, but are you gonna go party? Are y'all gonna go to a party? Or are you gonna? No, we're gonna keep it local. You're gonna what? Keep it local. Good. That's oh, you're getting old. You know that, right? No, it's it's more of the hassle. Of going places, and luckily Holly and I don't really enjoy those kind of things, so we always like to be around friends. And then usually, that's perfect. Those friends would like to do fires and hang right. out. I want to watch football, so because t- TCU's it, in the is football on yeah, Christmas Saturday. Eve? Uh, yeah. Oh, during the day, Eve. but not. No, it's at, uh, four o'clock. Is the TCU versus Michigan game, and I think it's six eight o'clock. I think is the other one because you know how they did a uh, college football championships now, like a playoff. Oh yeah. So the playoffs are on Saturday. Oh, so those, so they're really big games. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, good. Samuel have Sam has something to do to watch that. That's yeah, great. And we have a Texas team in the playoffs, so we got to support that. Yeah, but you know he he's just obsessed with U of H basketball. Yeah. He, I mean football. He loves U of H football. Yeah. And so and they're doing so well. They've been doing. They've been well, it's doing over. so the season's well. Season's over. Yeah, but they had been doing so well. He was having so much fun watching them. And now they just crap. Yeah, and now and now like the Astros, we had so much fun with the Astros. If they could have just kept going, we had so much fun. Something to do. I pop popcorn. It was great. Had all kinds of snacks, but that's all gone. So and now Max Mattress Mac is saying, now if they win it all again for a third time, then we're gonna give you this much yeah. more money. Why so, not? What? Why not? Oh well, of course. I mean, he's betting at the the casinos. He bets across the board, right? And so he's going to win big on something. So I don't understand betting that well, much anyway. Well, yeah, me either. I have zero idea. And then uh, it's so well. You know, it's funny. I, I'd be I'd be interested if a listener knows more about this. Is when did gambling become so prominent in sports publicly? Because Pete feel, Rose bet well, against. Well, no, no. no. Oh, I mean, no. I know betting on sports has been going on for generations, but I'm talking about like the ads. It's like it was almost like a, a law passed that I never even knew passed, and mm-hmm. it's like now I get DraftKings commercials 
every time you're watching the football right. game. I'm like, I thought there was a big thing about not promoting gambling publicly. So, was that like you were thinking maybe it was a blue law thing, like a religious something, thing? Something, like, yeah. Because gonna... I know like the state of Texas, I thought you couldn't gamble in Texas. It was a long time before but, they... But we can gamble on our phones now with right. their apps. And I'm like, right. is that legal? Like, how do we claim that win- those winnings on our taxes if you're like, oh, I was gambling? I feel like you're not supposed to tell them yeah. you're gambling. <laughs> I don't really know how it works. I never really gambled enough to where I won a bunch of money where I'm like, right. what do I do now? Because my friend went to Louisiana, and he won a bunch of money there. And he was talking about, like, they, it's like a requirement. So if you go to the casino and you win $10,000, they immediately bring your money, and then they bring you, like, the tax form that you have to <laughs> fill out. Oh. Yeah, so it's, like, automatic. So it's right then and there. You can't, like, I don't even know if they'll give you the money without filling out or checking a box saying, like, oh, I'm going to do it myself, so the liability is not on them. So it's a money they don't have, like, a big booth with the H&H block standing there waiting to before you leave at the door. No, they give you, like, a, a copy of it, and it's, like, so when you file your taxes, you could... You, but you have to fill that out. Yeah, it's, like, there. a form. It's, like, a special yeah. form. So I imagine when you're filling out your taxes, or something like, did you get one of these forms? <laughs> fill it out. So, so you, I, need to ask see, I, didn't, I don't know anything about that stuff, so it's kind of like... When did that become such a big deal? Because I know fantasy football has been a big deal, and now a lot of money has been involved in fantasy football. Well, but you that's know, always been like friends, but it now a, it's getting big. We're like, you can win $100,000. It was a real big deal for the lottery to come into Texas, and yeah. there was so much. Now there's so know, many lotteries. Oh, man. And, and so, but as soon as they found out how much money they could make with the lottery, yeah. you know, and I that, don't know why Texas just doesn't allow casinos here. I don't either. Maybe they're just I want to say there's, there's, I, I, can you gamble in Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Can you? I don't know. Because I know Louisiana and Oklahoma have casinos, so there's two neighboring states that allow gambling. And I, have, have you ever gone into a state where the Indians have all the? Yeah, so I'm saying Oklahoma. Yeah. I think they have a bunch. And right. I've, I've been to like in California. I've been to it. And there's one here. There's one lo- locally here that is uh, a native nation, but I, the games they can only do certain amount of games. Like they can't. I don't think they can do poker, but they can do like slot machines. But they don't pay taxes. I don't right? know what it is. That's what because they they've been in the studio. I think it's called like Nakatomi or something like that. I don't really know. They because they're they're about an hour and a half drive from here, like the casino they have, and it's in Texas. Yeah. But I know they're limited on what they can say. What it is like? The, it's when they came in, they were like, "These are the things we can't say." And I'm like, "Well, why are you going to have a conversation? Like, we can just say, right. hey. right, right." It is. It's because they didn't want to break the like, rules that they just got this license, so we cannot screw this up. I'm like, well, man, I don't. I'll just let you talk, and then it's funny that they keep a low profile in a sense because they don't want to mess the government up, yeah. to come have a I don't know have a hearing on it and go like are, do we still need to be pay, you know giving them all these tax breaks you know they're big boys now we don't need to keep doing this should we well that's what I, I find ironic it's like why isn't just the state of Texas go yeah we'll just do that well it, it's almost like reparation reparations right whenever the uh, I think in we, a sense it's like what we do for them they just had good lawyers and they're like hey we know you're going to screw us over, so at least let us benefit from the screw over. Uh, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, but but there's a give and take to that too, from what I understand about the native nations. Like they have to have their own police force, they have to have their own infrastructure. Mm-hmm. It might be, it might some of it, like for example, like I don't know if the taxes the local counties take give them some money. Like they have to collect their own own thing. Well, Does that make it's, sense? it's like the senator who had claimed that she was an Indian. Well, it had nothing to do. I'm talking about like no, how did they get I'm money? I'm talking about how how people are taking advantage, so much advantage of saying that they are Indian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there might be just like tiny bit Indian, yeah, like one person whatever. in their in the family lineage, and then they they think, well, not a big deal. Then MBD. I can. I can, what about that current can, guy, that Republican guy who said he was gay and Jewish, and right? But he's not gay and Jewish. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I thought he was a Democrat. He's a Republican. He's a Republican. Okay. Oh, I just I'm just assuming. Well, that's sorry. why that's why the big upset is he has like some seat that he won over a Democrat seat, but now if they get him out, it'd be une- like you know, everyone's always talking about seats in the government. So it's yes. But well, uh, I mean, when I read that though, you know, what's funny to me is like, how did this guy not think the internet existed to do any research? I agree. Because, I mean, think about the Elizabeth Warren. That's her name. I forget her yes, name. Yes, it's Elizabeth so Warren. So imagine, like, how many years she got hit every year about that because 
that's been such a a big topic for the past 15, 20 years. I know, for but her. when Trump came and found well, that's out. What I'm saying, like, but they've been saying they've been was. saying about that earlier, though. Yeah, regardless of Trump, it was like they're. But he made the biggest fun of it and called her. Well, that's what. Uh, so you know, it's something we're moving a bunch of our software stuff over. And Holly's even talked to me about the medical field is now when they do questionnaires, it's really funny when they ask you like your gender and all that kind of stuff. They're asking your gender? Well, like, like for example, I was making a default form for the radio station. Like this is what sponsors and stuff fill out. And it's like, you can ask their gender. And I was like, I don't really need to know. And I looked at it and it had like all these options. Like, wow. Okay. (laughs) Like that's really creepy that businesses want to know this. Yeah. Every acronym. That really, really creeped me out. I was like, I can really divide. I can really just. Get all this data about everybody's like. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know that. Like, I don't really care. But I guess some nonprofits do. And uh, I, I mean, it's it's amazing what the information people want. Well, these days they may get some kind of breaks by having so many. I don't know. Maybe that, I don't know of gender. But it, it, do they have? I mean, I, I saw them start doing like, are you male, female, and then they had other. And others fine or like like. On the option they had that I could see is like I don't want to tell you, and I'm like, okay, because you're afraid of what it might. No, do I mean like I rather not like I rather not like no comment basically. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I don't I know. agree. It's what weird. does that have to do with them? Well, this is like to... a default form, so it's like I can imagine, but other companies are doing it too. Mm-hmm. And Holly was saying that it was difficult when you do the when when she's at the hospitals they ask all these questions. And it's just, it becomes medical, but then it sometimes isn't really regardless of medical. It's more of like, just put down your medical history. But I don't know. Do they have to, does she have to ask, like, how do I refer to you? How do you want me yeah, to be referred like to you? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering how they, how she handled yeah. that. That was like, I know it's no big deal. Just, you know, your patient number 452. So that's. You're in room 204. Yeah. This that's, is what that's I've we need told to know. your issue is. Yeah, you don't right. have to talk to me the whole time. <laughs> That's that's a good point because she probably wouldn't want him to anyway, right? No, it just depends. She said, "Well, she's really she's a caring person, so she feels that rehabilitation medically also involves the mental aspect sure. of rehabilitation." So she wants sure, and the trust aspect yeah. of it, like cleaning people, is really important to her. Like, make sure they're clean, and because she she's special, she was a a wound care, a wound care nurse. What do you? How do you get different rings every day? This is on oh, you got a, on your watch. <laughs> oh. Whose idea was to give you an Apple Watch, Cindy? That's what. Turn what, the volume down. Turn it off. I don't. Turn off the. How do you turn it off? Te- oh, you put it on without knowing how to turn it off. Well, it, that's that wasn't the problem the with problem. society, Cindy. That's People the, are putting things on them they don't know how to turn off. No, I have a. I have a. You know, my code no, to I get, get into it. it. I understand why you have that. We literally had that discussion with Holly about her mother. Like, how do we make sure we, she's okay? <laughs> and they're like, well, should we get an Apple Watch? I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, it really does show how old your children think you are because they give you this and then they want to track you, which he was already doing. He was, my, my son was tracking me on my phone and had all that information, yeah. and now he's got this, and so I guess he can tell everything. But it'll... It kept waking me up, and I didn't. <laughs> so I had I took it off and put it in another room so I wouldn't hear it, and then I forgot to put it on. And then you go, "Where's your? Weren't you wearing your watch? Or why you? Why don't you answer on the phone?" So, when do you think our society is just going to force people, old people, to be put in an area? <laughs> like I'm waiting for it because uh, I think we talked about that a couple shows back about Canada completely opening up their. Yeah. Process you can commit suicide. Yeah, that is so okay. It's just like now it's gonna be like an ultimatum if you like join the army. What was the guy's name? Doctor the with a K or he was um the one who was you know, putting people to death that wanted to die. They were in so much pain he, they wanted to die and so he'd do it and then they brought him up for charges yeah. for doing that and then it it became this issue, like, well what if somebody wants to die if it's okay if we decide if we don't want this baby anymore, why can't I decide I don't want to be here anymore? You know, don't I have enough you know right to I see say no problem that. with that? I know you don't. I, that's what I'm, I know that you don't have a problem with that. But but some people, what if they regret it right at the end, right before he did it? You want to go like, no, I then you don't live. do it. I want to live. Then you don't do it. You're legally uh, you're legally obligated not to do it. 
<laughs> I just, oh, that's well, horrible. Yeah. But I can see society doing that in like 50 years. Like, oh, the strain on the system. Well, believe me, they already, my mom uh, needed to have surgery. She had fallen. She needed to have surgery. And the doctor said, we're not going to do the surgery because she's too old. Yeah. And they're just going to let her die. And we don't think it'll, it would do anything. I said, yeah. What? And that was their. No, I remember. I, I, yeah, we had this conversation like five shows ago. But that's that's horrible. Yeah, it's worse. I mean, than, the, it's worse than other countries too. And then for them to have a board that that reviews what the this patient I mean, is asking, and they go like, "Nope, out. We know we need more beds. You know, so we're going to put them out." And I always find that ironic when people's like, "Oh, money's not everything." I was like, "Well, money just gives you more options." True. So true. it's like. When we had COVID, you know, it, it, the hospitals were full, and so people kept coming to try to get in, and all the cancer people and the heart problem people like you. had had to wait for the yeah. whenever they decided, okay, now we're we're starting to calm down now, and but so that really was scary because oh, yeah. you don't know what's no going to happen. No one has anything. There's no structure to it. But see that's the given that's the positive and the negative of that kind of healthcare system. Cuz like I bet like the UK was like, yeah, we already have this in place cuz we already kill all these people all the time. So we just know how to triage really like correctly here. Mhm. Cuz like the socialized medicine, you don't have a choice most of the time. It's like the doctor's going to tell you and that's what you're going to do. All right. aspects of medicine. So it's, right. if you're old and they tell your mom, oh, she, you won't even have an option unless you had money. It's like, no, she's just going to die. Sorry. Well, are, are you saying, well, I'm going to take her out of here. You can take her out. Yeah, I some, said, yes, yeah, I can. Probably, probably, yeah. Like oh, it. yes, I can. You watch me. Y'all just stand back and watch me. I'm going to take her out of here. And I'm going to put up a really big stink about this, and I'm going to tell them what you decided. You decided whether she lives or dies because it's, it's not going to be convenient for you. And... And they said, well, uh, as long as you sign this paper saying you did it on your own, yeah. and if she dies, it's your fault, not our fault. So I went, no problem. So I took her home, and she lived to be 95. Mm -hmm. And it was just so like they were wrong. So how you... There you go. Now you've got me all riled up. I'm going to have to go call somebody. Let's see, who is there to call? No, you have no... That's what's, that's what's scary is how do you... How do you make something? Let's get you, how do you get make a lawyer. A how do you make a change? Yeah, how in do the you world? get a lawyer? You vote. Well, well you get on one. social media and make funny TikToks. What? Get on social media and make funny TikToks, and that changes yeah. people's view. But they just take you off the air. Maybe people have seen it. If it's if it's a good message, it spreads yeah. like wildfire. Got to do an underground, you know, it's really secret where you can go and really get the truth about stuff. And that's the Q QAnon people. Yeah, yeah that's, where, that's where you need to go. <laughs> they, I mean, they just really messed up that letter. Um, anyway, so we're so happy to be here, on, and it's going to be a new year. And what does everybody get so freaked out about when it gets to be, you know, December 31st and January 1's coming? What is it you just you get obsessed with? You're talking about, you're asking like, I'm asking you, what what do people, what's the majority of people get obsessed with as it got, comes to January 1? Get their taxes done? It's February, right? Yeah, but you can technically do it on January 1st. Right. If you get all your information. If my sister's listening, she's going like, she's screaming at the at the radio. Because that's what I do. I wait till the Well, yeah, I think uh, if you're talking about like going to the gym or something. It's resolution. I think it's, well, it's what? self. Yeah, it's self evaluating. It's like, what do I need to do? Yeah. Do you do you make a list of resolutions no. that you're going to do? No. No. <laughs> I just, understand. It's just that. another Saturday. See, I I agree with that. Gosh, who's calling you? Why don't you look at look at your phone? Your phone. I can see it right there. Who is it? They might need to talk to you, Cindy. It's healthcare people. They're, you know, they're listening. When you they're go, like, they're <laughs> like, Cindy, we don't kill people. We don't. Kill. <laughs> you take that back. What you said? Okay, I'm gonna. Here, let me see that watch. I'll turn it off. Here. Okay, if I. <laughs> my my phone is. I mean, my phone is silenced. Doesn't it do everything your phone does? Yeah. Well, why why is it still ringing? 
<laughs> you should see, you should see me at night trying to put my arm under a pillow or something to keep uh, it I think from I turned it off. making any noise. Like, shut up. Watch. No. Yeah, but, I, I mean, it's really restarted. Sweet. I restarted. I don't know exactly. What I did. Yes, restart. Yeah. Oh, great. I thought I, I turned it off. I don't know where to put it. Anyway. <laughs> What a great Christmas gift. Yes, I know. It is great because it tells you how much, you know, you've walked. And it tells you get up, stand up, go do something, go walk. And um, if you want to obey that watch, you can. If you don't want to, then you just, you know, don't look at it anymore. Because it's like having Sam say, okay, I think you need to get up and go go, uh, run or something. But anyway, that's what... I thought the idea it tells me what my heartbeat is and and how much I've walked. I think that's cool. But you can you can text people, you can you know, they call you and all that stuff. So they that's what they told me. They said you always lose your phone. So now if you put that on, well you'll always know we can still get a hold of you and so it'll be fine. You said Holly sometimes misplaces her phone. Yeah. And so but she's never lost a phone, right? No. You just, she says... She just loses things all the time. She, Keys. Because she, she phones, has so much going shoes. on in her head. She's got all this stuff she's been studying and working on. And the people she's coming in contact with and who she's helping now and, and their problems. Purses. <laughs> You're just going to keep naming stuff. IDs. Okay. All right. But we all do that. Don't you do that? Do you misplace Occasionally. things? Okay. Well, so if you can do it one time, and and then but you, I would say it's fifty fifty, like fifty percent, mo- like you know, it slips through a crack, and I'm like, I didn't realize this. So I'm like, where the heck is this? And then I find it like under the couch or something. Other times, someone moved it, and then like you discover, you blame it. somebody else on it for it. Well, no, it's it's that's what I love about being married because today is our anniversary, and I always remind her, it's like, remember that time you took my wallet, put it in one of our cooking dishes that you put up on top of the shelf, and then we're moving out of our apartment, and I grabbed this cooking dish that's at the very top of the shelf. They had to climb up to get. Like, even I had to climb on the counter to get. And I'm like, oh, there's my wallet. <gasps> I had all my stuff in it for, like, two years. It was missing. <laughs> I was like, what is it doing up here? Oh, I guess I put it in there. <laughs> so, oh, well. that was fun. But you didn't get mad at her. No. You didn't say. I mean, after I had to get a new ID, get a new wallet, cancel all my credit, like my credit card, debit card, all my other IDs I had, and I'm like, got to redo it all. And I know you didn't hold that over her head, right? When you found out she was the one who was at fault. Well. And then it happened again with my jacket, one of my favorite jackets. Found it when we moved down. I thought I, I thought I lost, left it at a friend's house. I was like convinced I left it at my best friend's house. I was like, you need to find this jacket. And he's okay. like, I haven't seen it. And then when we're moving out, I opened a suitcase. I was like, why is my jacket in the suitcase that's been storage? Like, what's going on here? Oh, I guess I just put it in there because you left it out. <laughs> you know what? I, I have to congratulate you that each time you've done that, you blamed yourself. And you thought you're the one that did it. Yeah. Instead of immediately saying, Holly, like some people I know do about their wives, that it's always. Oh, in the back of my mind, it's always there. Like, I'm like, I can totally see my wife just picking this up because she's tired of seeing it on the chair or something. And then forgot she put in this. It's kind of like when you, you know, when people clean up. Yeah. And they just move this box in 10 different ways each year. It's like, oh, I got to get this out of the way. I'll put it over here. I'm going to move it over here. Right. And then finally it ends up in the garage, like underneath all that stuff. And that's basically the the migration of lost items. Well, is, is, um, are you a real neat person? No. You're not. I mean, look at this desk. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have a camera on the desk do you? Nah, there's stuff everywhere <laughs> it that's what my desk looks like at home yeah so you can judge people by that right you yeah can, sure that's the way to judge people my dad tells me every time he's like well you really didn't clean so i was like yeah but i don't but is your dad is your dad a real neat yeah okay so he knows where everything is so that's so sad I, that but he also doesn't know how to like wash his clothes so there's, you know, there's, there's, always, pos- there's posi- positives and <laughs> pros and cons. There's, but he's so organized. He's so left brain. Like I'll, I'll never, what was it? Uh, during the Christmas holidays, we're with uh, 
Holly's mother, and then I think I was on the phone with my mom. She went to go see her sister, and I could hear my dad in the background going like, you can't leave. you got to wash my clothes. And then she's like, you can wash your own clothes. Well, which detergent do I use? She's like, we only have one detergent. Like, what are you? <laughs> oh, Sam, we love to hear that. Sam does all – he's so independent, He and he knows he needs to be. I finally trained him. Don't depend on me yeah. to get this stuff done. If you want it done, then make sure you do it yourself. And that's – that's going to help you be much more self-reliant. <laughs> no. No, he's he's perfect about that. And he comes in, he tries to help me. Like, he'll go in the kitchen. I can hear him in the kitchen, and he's slamming the doors, you know, the cabinets and stuff. And I can, I know the conversation he's having with himself about that. It just drives me crazy because he is judgmental sometimes about that. But he's good. Yeah. And my, my dad called him a saint. He said, you know Sam's a saint, right? And I went, what do you mean by that? And he goes, he's just a saint, and you need to recognize that. And I went, are you saying because it'd be so hard to live with me and because of what I don't do or should do? And he's he's just a saint, Cindy. Just accept it and go on. I told, my, I told Sam that, and he goes like, he thinks I'm a saint? What? And I said, I think because of what you have to put up with. Because well, you, you know the secret to all marriages is what just limit the opportunity of something better coming along. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, typically it means nothing else is better come has come along, so they stick with it. So stay with it. That's why it's just luck. Because I mean, <laughs> something better could have come along easily. I bet if I bet if you did research on like a city like New York when it came to divorces and mm. came to long term marriages. Yeah. And then you do like a small town. I don't think they would be the same. Well of course not. Because I feel like there's so many people, so many more opportunities in New York and it's like it's just the norm. No, it it's okay, we've been married fifty three years, uh December twenty fourth. Yeah. So we got married. Okay. So uh fifty three years and if you in the times when you've had it, that's it. I'm leaving. Do you think there's like Goodbye. a? You think there's a big hump where it comes to like, oh, we're no longer attractive people, so we can't cheat <laughs> <Nobody>. on each other. <laughs> Nobody's gonna want you. Yeah. It's you think you think everyone hits that moment? No, but I think that you become more attractive to that person. It's really it's really strange, and sometimes well, I was like, I, I, oh, that's why I love the evolution of the human body. It's it's you see like my friends, and then like some are women, some are married. And it's like when they have a baby, it's like a hundred percent of their mind. I got to get in better shape. Yeah, like right, right after the baby, it's right? Like, it's like the most critical thing next to taking care of this child. Right. And I'm like, so you're just trying to preserve your. <laughs> <laughs> and then eventually, it's just like where everyone just lets it go, especially the guys. Yeah. I love it when the guys just let it go. They have that beer gut. Yes. I think that's great when you see the beer gut. You're like, man, that guy just he. But see, that beer gut didn't just happen overnight. No. So it's like, oh, that guy has let it go for twenty. But they still, it, those guys don't even notice that it, that being anything that's going to be a deterrent for them to go after some young chick. Oh, no. I that's mean. what's so sad. Well, that's, what, well, that's what's so that. great about it. Today, everyone's becoming equals. It's both ways. No, I think it's great that the, yeah. that the TV is having so many commercials elevating women that are overweight. I think that's wonderful. I, I, I really appreciate that because t- trying to make it look normal and ma- or make it look, uh, you know, attractive and all that. But there are a lot of men that would rather have woman, you know, overweight. Well, we're all changing. Well, see, I mean, yes, I think that, no, I think that was always been around. It is a big mama. <laughs> yeah, but I think also with technology, it's so easy to meet people and fulfill those needs. People, some people have different needs. So it's like right. a, oh, the da- can, you mean the dating apps and all that. Yeah, stuff? well, just communicating with people. It's so easy to find people who are liking the same thing you like. I mean, right. You know, it's not hard. They've got a. It's they've totally got a, different from what it was fifty years ago, where it's like the only people you communicate with are your workmates and then your parents. True. And then maybe because I look at my like my friends, I have about fifteen friends that I keep talking to, and we haven't we've been friends since I don't know middle school. But then I look at my parents' friends. They have, like, one friend. <laughs> so it's like either they're... they start dying out. Friends start dying out. It's... No, I don't think they're dying out. I think Sam's... Just... Well, no, your your parents are, what, 60? Yeah. Are they 60-ish? 70. 70? Yeah, I think she's 70. My mother's 74? I think. 71? 
that could be your mommy. I'm, I'm 74. Here, I'm gonna look it up. So, so if you're gonna look it up, well, I, I know when my mother was born. You'd, yeah, she's 71. 1948. 51. No, she can. Did I do it right? No. Yeah. It's 2022 I was, minus 1951, so it's 71. Uh, she's 71. 71. Oh, I thought she was 74. No, I thought you said 71. she was 74. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's great. You need to have more respect for me and talk to me like you would your mom. Because, are you respectful to your mom? Yeah. Okay. So you need to um, see. And me, I'm getting close to where, like the grandma. You need to treat me like the grandma. All of, all of the kids' friends call me grandma. And I know that that would make their grandma probably angry because they do that. I tell them, I said, no, I don't. Unless you ask your grandma if it's okay. That's a precious name. Well, I don't say mother anymore. If there's a lot of people in the room, I say Mary. You call her by her name? If there's like a bunch of people in the room. There's other moms. Yeah. Well. Because I have, you know, five brothers and sisters. They're all married. Mm-hmm. So when we all get together, there's at least six moms in the room. Yeah. So. So you just say, you say her Mary. Name. And then I'm like. <laughs> but if it's just her and like we're having dinner, I'm like, how was your day, mom? Mm-hmm. That's. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you do that. What do you call your dad? Dad father see he has the same name as you have so yeah he's richard too i call him rick rick you call him rick yeah. okay okay see I, I don't know when i'm i'm uh texting him or you because I, <laughs> you're the fourth right yeah you're richard the f- that's because you refuse to call me dick because you can that. easily put that in your phone and then you know you're not talking to my dad yeah, that would. I don't know why you have my dad's phone number. It's kind of creepy. Well, because he he um, I don't have his phone number, but you're talking about Facebook on Facebook, uh, yeah. Okay. And so I've never that's creepy. Never talked to him, but uh, he does. You know, like when you how many messages going, you get on Facebook from dudes, Cindy? How much what? How many messages on Facebook do you get from dudes, from guys? Weird. I bet Weird. you get a lot. There are like bots. They're like. They want to. Uh, they want money, but like they go, "Hey, I haven't seen you in a long time." Like, who the hell is this? No, no, these guys are just divorced, and um, they want to uh, get to know me better. So, uh, I'd like to be able to correspond. Could you let me into your Facebook? You know, accept my and and so I I try and delete and say yeah. block. Well, luckily don't. for you, Sam's probably not checking those out. He they think. He thinks that Facebook is horrible. He can't believe I'm on Facebook. He'll yeah. always say, whatever he tells me or something, he goes, I better not see this on Facebook. I'm like, no. He doesn't care if I show him whether the deer he's killed or something, but he's not. he doesn't want any kind of private information. He, If he'd do the conversations that I have with everybody, but he says there's certain things you just, you know, please keep between us, okay? That's just something private, and don't put it on Facebook. Okay. But I have to be trying try and be transparent, Sam. And he goes, "Shut up, and don't don't even talk like that." And he said, "So what are y'all going to talk about today?" And I went, "Oh, Richard and I can, you know, start any kind of conversation and carry it on until the cows come home. It's yeah. just crazy." But I wanted to find out what kind of resolutions <laughs> that you made. None and none. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Lone Star Community Radio is coming back. There we go. It's going to be better than ever. See? Well, that's it. That's what we hope. In fact, the way to make it better, because this is going to be the transition, the way to make it better is going to be how um, how you can donate or be a sponsor to this radio station. Yeah. And we were going to show, you were going to do an educational thing with the uh, with what you're supposed to click on. And if you want to donate any amount, I mean, it could be anything like five, ten, fifteen dollars. If you well, want you just to go to your website, go to my we- website. Yeah, it's slash tccs for the Cindy Cocker Show, or T- visit ireland.com and go to shows and tccs. And there's a little donate to tccs right here. They can click it. Okay, and they're seeing that right now, yeah. right? Or if you're really a giver, you can give it to the stations instead of Cindy. No, 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 no. You want to give it to the Cindy Cochran <laughs> Show. <laughs> 
you better give it to the Cindy Cochran show. Yes. No, if you want to if you want to donate, that would be precious of you and it would be very helpful. Yeah. And so if if you want to be a sponsor, that's a different category and you can and it just reach out to, to reach out to the station and we'll get it all connected because we know Cindy doesn't check her email. And and they will and he will he will connect with you, but if you want to just let me know, it's fine. Um, don't tell Cindy. Just don't tell, tell me. the station. No, tell the station if you want to sponsor because she'll forget it's Tuesday or something. And no, God. you know I could stay home and get this kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, if if you do want to donate, it's very he's made it so simple and so easy for you to donate. Actually, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, there's a link right in the description where you can donate. In the description, there's yeah. a link. Okay, well you can do that, but. Um, do you think we should ever have like one of the things like Channel Eight used to have, and I go on, and they would they'd raise money, and they would have different people, uh, different hosts or different people of different shows come on, and I would go, come on and, from the Signing with Cindy show and talk about how important it is that they donate to uh, public TV, public station, and the they'd have people on the phones taking yeah telephones. taking the donations yeah. That was so much fun. It was, it was crazy, but it was it was a lot of fun, and you had to just continually keep talking. And so, um, I was doing this, and I'm talking, and I'm just you know going in, and all of a sudden I started getting pains in my chest, and I went, "This is weird." I said, "And I'll be right back." Okay, take it away, and and I went. And, and you had a heart attack. I, I went and sat in the office, and I'm going, "I'm having," I'm telling people I'm having pains in my chest, and I had my doctor's personal number and so i called him and i said i'm having pains in my chest and i went he says what are you doing and i said i'm on the telethon on pbs telethon and i'm i'm hawking you know people trying to get people to give money and he says so you're talking a lot and i went yeah and he said are you taking in a lot of air i said i said yes and he says okay take your index finger and take and put it right in the middle of your chest where your uh, sternum is, and then and tap your sternum. And I went, ow! And he goes, okay, you have given yourself this inflammation of the sternum, and it feels like you're having a heart attack, but you're not. So you take six Advil, and then uh, call me back in about an hour if it's if it's worse or if it's getting worse, call an ambulance. But if it's this, it gets better, that means you've just got inflammation in the sternum. And I went yeah okay thank you that's what i did i sat around for about 15 20 minutes it all went away and i got back out there but it was it was just taking in so much you know going yeah and the way i talked the way i did it i was like hawking just like somebody at uh doing a what (laughs) when i get in this and i can't you you go in and you uh you go to a place has antiques and they're having an auction, like an auctioneer. That's what I kept yeah. talking like. And I said, I don't know how those guys do it without practice falling it's over. It's like a muscle. you got to work it out. Let's work it out. But I Because you're used to just signing, not talking. Right. So makes sense. But I do take in. Do you still sign? Do you have to, like, take a class every, you know, three years to be still accredited? Or no, you, ha- you have to like take a certification. I took one of the first certifications they came out with. And yeah, but I'm saying like today, like if you wanted to be paid ASL person, right? Do you have to have like a? When's the last time you did your? Th- oh, it's 1962. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, do you have to update it? Sure. Kind of like the, if you're a lawyer, you have to update your stuff every yeah. so often and do classes and. They get paid good money. I mean, they get paid hourly good money. I imagine because it's really hard to talk to a deaf person. Yes, and and I went to uh, Rice University to interpret for a student. And this was before they. You could probably get paid paying. here locally at the courts. They they could have. I mean, now they pay really well for people to do this, but I just did it because the guy needed someone to to interpret for him, and it was a geological. It was That's something, and I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there with Milby High School graduation <laughs> graduate, and going, okay, and the professor gets up there, and, he, and the kids looking at me, and I'm going. I start trying to sign, and sp- I, said, I can't spell this word. And he goes, well, just say it. 
So, so I said, and they went, that means, and then he didn't gave me the sign for it. And it was just, it was pitiful. He was most of the time. I paid you, huh? The stuff that they would say. What? They paid you for this? You know how to... No, I, no, it was before they were paying yeah. me. That's what I mean. They, they would need someone. What's it like today? I, I don't know. I've I'm, I'm been out of it for a while. I don't know what why don't they you, do. Why don't you get a bit more involved in it? I feel like that's a, like a unique skill. I just wanted to uh, interpret at church. That's when I started interpreting at church, yeah. doing that. And you don't do that now. I love that. So what are you doing? Well, I, I'm not interpreting. I was going to try and teach classes over the internet. You know, over the internet, and I got four classes in. So if you want to go to Cindy, Cindy Robinson Cochran, and uh, I have... How much is it? Like fifteen dollars an episode? No, I didn't. I'm not charging anybody. It's, Why not? it's just like it's called Cindy Cochran. Uh, the signing was Cindy Light, and so you can go in there and um, and so I teach sign language, and, and this is when I had the strokes. <laughs> this is so bad. I know. I I done the. Well, three, wait, I always I, laugh with like <laughs> when you see ASL people on like TV. And then, like, real-world scenarios trying to apply it. Because, you know, was it a year ago, two years ago, that deaf guy won an Oscar for Best Actor for CODA? Have you seen that movie, CODA? Mm-mm. It's all about deaf people. I'm surprised you weren't in it. But uh, but it made me think of, like, say you are an interpreter, mm-hmm. and you're interpreting, like, the craziest conversation. Like, say you're, say you're on, like, you're hired by the court, and the guy you're interpreting is a murderer. And he's like dis- describing the murder, and you're trying to. That's so funny. Let me tell you. It's like, what's the sign for murder? What's the sign for murder? And like, kill. Like, I just said, kill, kill. And like, you have to do it like every single time. Well, whenever we'd finish uh, Sign with Cindy and it took off and that kind of stuff, and we were talking about what we could do next, and I said, I've got, I'm working on a script for a movie. And they went, a movie? And I said, yeah, it's about this girl that wants to be an interpreter. She wants to help the deaf and all that. Yeah. And she goes to school, puts her through school and all that. And so she's finally graduated and now she's ready. And she's ready for someone to, you know, need an interpreter. So they call her and say, uh, there's this man that needs you. And he said he'd meet you at this store. And so she she goes to the store. She's all dressed just perfect, all black, you know, yeah. ready to go. And she gets in there. And she comes up. They come up to the the counter and so the guy is saying to her tell them to give me all the money i have a gun and i will shoot them if they and he's telling me this and i'm i'm trying to interpret in so they could hear what he's saying and and then i said i'm sorry i didn't know he had a gun and so and then they take her take him out so uh i thought that would be a funny a fun uh, thing to well, I think do a fu- movie Imagine about. like if the president becomes deaf. Yeah. So you have to interpret all this top secret stuff to him. Oh yeah, and then and you have so, all that information. Yeah. And the and the Chinese come and kidnap you. Yeah. And make and they you chop tell off them. your hands, and you can't sign anymore. So you have to sign with your feet, and then it gets real interesting. You've thought about this, huh? Hmm. Well, no, a, a, no, ASL folks are. It's this interesting. Is a sign it's just, for weird. Yes. Yeah, it's ASL folks are just interesting because it's like they have well, to. Well, the ASL. See, I did signed exact English is what I learned. How I learned. So we, I'm signing it the same way that uh, the deaf person may read it in a book. Yeah. But the ASL is more. It sounds Conversational. Like, well, it, the subject matter comes in the front and the now in the back and anyway, it was. That's, it's more like Indians language. Yeah. saying. Because the aren't there three sign languages? What? Aren't there three sign languages now? Who reads sign languages? And there's three different ones, right? There's ASL, sign There's English. something in Europe. Europe has one that's not ASL. Well, they, they started they started uh, right? inventing different ways to do... They, they they did something where they you they tapped their mouth and they did, they did things to uh, so that they could see clearly and understand clearly what was going on. Yeah. But it didn't. It never caught on. They never. It never came in. ASL you. has. I'm just gonna search it. ASL is probably the, the one that caught on, and I don't interpret that way. So, I told. I started turning down stuff, saying I can't do that because Oof, there's a lot. They wouldn't. They wouldn't like it. So the the main ones. There's three variations. There's American Sign Language, yeah, British yes. Sign Language, and Australian Sign Language. Right. But. 
or throughout the world, there's been reported of over 300 different ones. Right. Depending on the country. And there's home sign language as well because it's what there's, there's, the yeah, there's, parents... There's not a universal sign language. No, but if I knew if I know sign language, I could go to Europe and I could get around yeah. better with you know, like deaf people. Kind of get could. around yeah. Spanish-speaking people a little bit because we're just raised around it. Well, that's... Uh, I was so surprised when I found out that I'd have to learn Spanish sign language and yeah. you know French sign language and all, that's, and that it was it was going to be too difficult to do. But but a lot of the sign language is so, especially in the in the sexual aspect of the language, is so uh, obvious. Are you talking about like male, female, kind of like in Spanish? There's there's a male version and a female version of words. No. Or are you talking about physical, sexual? Physical, physical. Taking your hands and recreating a scene. Okay. It's a sexual this is scene. Getting weird. They have they have that, and I didn't know that, and I was going to go interpret uh, interpret it at a some some court appearance, and what I didn't know for sure if this was a murder or what it was. I, I just had no off. idea. So this off. so they I went over to these. Uh, Yvonne and Larry's house, who helped teach me sign language, and said, "If this is, if this becomes something like a rape or, a, or what do it, I you do?" Got it. Can't laugh. So I, they said, "Okay, we're going to show you what yeah. this is, and this is the way you do it." That's what I'm saying. Like it, those kind of scenarios make me wonder. It's like, how does somebody interpreting have to keep a straight face, but also show emotion because they're trying to replicate what the person is saying? You know, like you got to show emotion in certain words, right? So, right. I got in trouble, trouble because I was working for Channel Thirteen, and the first women's um, Wow Women it was, it was Women's Conference. It was in wow. seventh. Women. Not. Women's are wrestling. No, it was. It was um, now National Association of Women. Uh, National Organization of Women came to Houston and had their first com- big conference downtown, and so they called me and I uh, called me to come down there. And when I got there, I just walked in the back. They said, "Come in the back." And these two um, um, very aggressive women came and took me to where the, the staging was, and they said, "You're late." You should have been here. And they took me by like this and took me to where the office was. Cindy, you were late. I don't believe that. <laughs> it was difficult to find. Anyway, so I, I went and they told me, go go to the stage and you're going to stand right here. Uh, and uh, the lady that was on... Um, uh, that was a great conversation. Okay, okay, wait. There was a... There was the one, the lady that is the star of uh, uh, the guy that was so racist, the TV show, Archie Bunker, Archie Bunker, that show, uh, she was sitting in the front row of the of this thing, and I walked out there and saw her, and I went, goodness, what is she doing here? This. So Bella Abzug gets up and starts talking, speaking, and she starts just trashing the family, the husband, and that um, women that are married should get out of a marriage. They're just the family was so bad, and that the way that uh, women have got to stand up and become more manlike, and that's why we wear ties. We we dress like. I mean, she was just, but she just started trashing the family and God and the whole thing. And so I'm standing there going like, I'm not going to interpret this. I don't want anybody to hear what she's saying. So I started saying, she's she's speaking very, uh, she's being very aggressive against the family, and she's being so mean. What is? I don't know what's wrong with her. And so I'm just going to talk about the funny thing that happened to me on the way to this convention. And so I just I did that, and I started talking to him about just things that that's been going on you know at channel 13 and all that stuff and just tried to have the same facial expression that she was that she was talking and and then it was over elma barrera called me and she says i want to interview you about your you know experience at this women's thing 
Or they, is now like a terrorist organization now, or now what is it? It's like an aggressive organization for it was, women's rights or something. It was. It was. They were very aggressive, but uh, it's like the Me Too, you know, division of of that. But it was. It was scary because those ladies were just uh, things they said and and talked about abortion, how everybody should, you know, be cool with abortion because those aren't really babies. They're not even formed or anything like that. So it was just stuff that she was spitting out that I thought I just I couldn't do it. And so uh, Elma Brera gets me in this room and says, so how was your experience there? And I said, well, it was different, but. I just didn't agree with the speaker that I was having to interpret. So it, it, it made it very difficult for me to say what she was doing. And Elma's going, yes, but you're just an instrument. All you do is say what they say. There's nothing that you, you can't judge that. You can't. She started telling me what, you know, and I said, well, you know, just uh, never put me in a position where I'd have to, you know, try and interpret your, you saying something in Spanish. Okay. And she says, what do you mean by that? And so we, she cut the, the interview. And so it was, that was it. Anyway, so I hope you learned something really strong today. And I hope you have a great, great New Year's Eve. We love you, first responders. Every week, people ask the same two questions. Are they ready to retire? Will their savings last for their lifetimes? Hi, this is Chris Wooten with Wooten Financial Group. Our firm has been in Montgomery County for decades, but the hopes and dreams of the people we serve never change. We help answer these two questions and many more that people have about their uncertain financial future. We have a simple introductory client experience that allows us to get to know the client and includes a few meetings for the client to kick the tires at no charge. We provide a concise one-page summary that helps the client get a better handle on which questions are the right questions for them. To learn more about Wooten Financial Group's process in helping their clients to a clearer financial future and to see their contact information, visit Cindy Cochran's show page on IRLoneStar.com forward slash TCCS. Wooten Financial Group is a proud sponsor of the Cindy Cochran Show. Wooten Financial Group is available by phone at 936-449-5952 or visit them on the web at www.wootenfinancial.com. That's www dot w-o-o-t-t-o-n financial.com this program is sponsored by the wooten financial group it is not the intent of wooten financial group to render or offer personalized investment advice or financial planning advice through this radio program or any related website wooten financial group's participation in this program is limited to providing general information on financial matters and should not be construed as financial recommendation or investment advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Game Plan Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission and the State of Texas. Insurance services are offered through Wooten Financial Group, Inc. Game Plan Advisors and Wooten Financial Group, Inc. are affiliated through common ownership and neither firm is affiliated with The Cindy Cochran Show. No listener should assume that any information presented and or made available on this program serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized individual advice from Game Plan Advisors, Wooten Financial Group, or any other.